Oh, word, we're live. ACI. October 2020, I want to say. Yeah, October the 4th. At least it Excellent. is in this half of the, the world. Old Hallows Fireworks Eve. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? No, that's November the 5th. <laughs> yeah. You can't be going there. That's November the 4th. But is it is it Old Hallows or something? October the 4th is something. I think uh, we, we there's something ge know. German I as well. I think we're trying to make today sound more significant. I think it's uh, the, the Kabbalist calendar. I think it might be German reunification at the moment or something, something like that. Day. Oh, what? Yeah. Great. Wasn't that in September? Oh, yes, yeah, so I suppose it would have. Well, the embarrassing thing was, you know, it's the, it's, it's the 3rd of October, it was yesterday. The embarrassing thing was, of course, that the, is that um, the wall actually came down on the anniversary of Christ, Kristallnacht, of, you know, Crystal Night. Hey, the irony is not lost on those who know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there is any irony. These dates are very specific, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. We call that cosmic liberation. Yeah. It's the ninth ninth of November. Ninth of November. So but so they yeah. but they they put it on the third because they don't want people celebrating stuff on the ninth. It's too it's so uh, fits so well with the Germans and their, you know, twentieth uh, century learnt um, cognitive dissonance, or as you call it, what did you call it? Cognitive, cognitive dysentery. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what we've got at the moment. Definitely, this is banal non-reduplication. <laughs> Something like that. I like cognitive dys dysentery. That's uh, excellent. Yeah, I think that should be Stephen Fry's new quiz show on BBC. Yeah, why not? Yeah, knowledge yeah. base. Put some content in it, then it'll run a bit longer. Which is true, maybe. Answers can be no shorter than ten minutes long. I think they themselves admitted that by the time they got through to the fourth series or something already you know 30 percent of what they put out in the previous series was wrong had changed or was wrong anyway and you go to england you talk to people and they're always quoting qi oh, really? say, yeah well, i seem to find it all the time you're talking to people and they go did you know <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> Where'd you get that from? QI. <laughs> you know, different people can be affected by COVID in different ways. Oh, no, I didn't. People can get different symptoms. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, right. That's handy, isn't it? How interesting. I would. I can't wait to delve into the great details. Yeah. Forget the hermetic traditions. Get your facts off BBC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They broke some hot stuff, you know, like, for instance, crop circles were made by people. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, can we can do that for? Yeah, what's with all the disillusionment, scumbags? Yeah. They invited. Scumbag college. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Honestly, they're just setting the palace on fire to spite us. Well, you know, they just did. It was just like they got this guy in the or these two guys in the audience. Oh, aren't they a couple of cheeky, cheeky boys? You know, and oh, no, that I mean, if they did that, then that is a fantastic piece of art. Come on, yeah, yeah. The whole world going. It's, um, it's working art. You've got to do it undercover at night. I'd call, that, I'd call that salient landscaping. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. landscape graffiti art, isn't it? It's so. Uh, yeah. Really, it's quite near to your stuff, right? It's like putting masks on and going out at night, but instead of with spray cans, you're going out with a rope and and a board or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that. Um... Oh, if he he could have called himself Planksy, that really <sighs> caught cash in on that. <laughs> I've got to recover. I've got to recover from that one. Yeah, but of, yes. How? Come on! I didn't see what? that. Of course, Planksy. Brilliant. What a name, Planksy. You didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. That was just boom. I'm still reeling. The right. uh, it was on a rope. Someone just had to grab it. It was, <laughs> it was the ripest apple on the tree. <laughs> yeah, if you're that way inclined, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is with that, some of those designs at the end, they, I mean, they got better and better, these guys. Yeah. I mean, at first it was yeah. just a few circles and things. And then in the end, that was complicated stuff with, I don't know, messages in 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 um, binary code and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, um, yeah. They, uh, but again, pretty esoteric with the references. Yeah, and the, the and the tourists, the tourists that they brought into this, you know, I mean, it's the middle of nowhere. They're just fields. Yeah, through that part of England, just fields really. And yeah, there's some nice chalk horses and things like that in certain places. It's very beautiful, but it's not, you know, it's probably not got. got uh, I'm sure that was really good business for the pubs and restaurants and things there. All these people. It was yeah. you know you could go down there was a big pub and there was a crop circle headquarters you know and any crop circle that was found that would be immediately uh, the news would go there and everyone would go off and look for it while it was still there you know? well and then led zeppelin used it for the cover of the remastered six album box track Ah, see got a big crop circle on yes, it. that's another the thing they don't know of zeppelin like photoshopped uh, over it as if they're hovering over the yeah right right you know, chunks to position yeah 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 obviously not as impressive on the cd version but on the box no. set, it looks pretty pretty good see and that it wouldn't have cost them anything would it no, so no, i mean really. these guys are real banksies in that respect there's no money coming in from their stuff is there Theoretically, or no, you just need a mate who's really good at aerial photography. Yeah. Well, now I suppose you do it with drones, but they predate drone drones. Yeah, and right. That's the thing. You'd have to go up in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, considering that this, if this was uh, such a fake, you know. I don't know. There must be, I haven't looked, I suppose, but if it was like that and it's out, then there must be 
books about it i would wouldn't you cash in then right how we filled the world books um nice oh yeah that's true yeah yeah lots of details have some weird documentary made by um, louis thoreau or something yeah king crop circle kings yeah john ronson ron johnson whatever he ah, is ah yeah that guy he's yeah. weirdo isn't he that one yeah. Yeah. i'm just waiting for those two to to, to interview each other be, uh, yeah that would be a great sketch <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're both so um so you know sensitive and kind of you know, get to know people and understand them and everything, and and they'd probably be <laughs> just wouldn't be any connection. They just sort of slither past each other, like two people with limp handshakes. You know, this actually won't be a connection. <laughs> yeah, there'll just be an hour of them saying, "No, you go first. No, you go <laughs> yeah, first. <laughs> no, you go first. <laughs> no, I insist. No, no, I insist. After you." <laughs> I'll get Jason Horsley in to sort him out. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the new both of them. <laughs> Actually, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's at least he's on board with all the you know alternative stuff. Those the other two are so mainstream. They're you know that's the problem with you when you're too mainstream. In the end. <laughs> It's too uptight and misses too much out to be of interest for very long, I suppose. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah. It had its had its moment, didn't it? That kind of television spectacle. Yeah. But it predates social media, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Social media destroyed basic cultural discourse sent us on a retrograde spiral or still plummeting down we're all alice in wonderland at this point since they invented facebook facebook was a big sign on a bottle saying drink me yeah if, yeah we're all yeah. falling down that fucking hole <laughs> nothing getting accomplished <laughs> we yeah. need to hit the bottom and then eat the little cake that says eat me yeah, and then we get big again, don't we? Come back out the other side. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I suppose it does do that. I mean, I don't know. I don't use it that much, but it's, and the, the people on there aren't on this, aren't in this scene. You know, a few of them are, but most of them aren't. You know? Well, I'm using that as a catch all for yeah. how the internet works. Because nowadays, when people say the internet, they don't actually mean www.com. They mean a little square icon that they yeah. tap on their phone. They don't actually access the internet. Like they have permanent signal and they just tap an app like Netflix or Google or, and, and that's what they call the internet. Yeah. They don't actually use it how it was to. You know, it used to be the Wild West. Yeah. You, you used to have to know a web address. Yeah. You couldn't even search it. You, uh, even, you have to know it even more now, I think. Yeah, because you could, there wasn't even really search engines. You just had to know where you wanted to go. Hmm. If you were lucky, that website might have some links on it or a 
reference to something else. Yeah. So you got you started, know. but I mean, well, that's a long time ago. I mean, pre you're talking pre-Google, are you? Yeah. Why not? Dial-up days. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like that because there's an element of self-control and an element of adventure. Yeah. Because it's more become the internet was more like an arcade machine than that of respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> you had to right. dial, yeah. you had to pull the back cord out of your phone and put it in your computer. And you knew that while you were on, you were getting charged your phone rate, you know, like yeah. So you had to really go and look at something you wanted to look at. Yeah. That's right. Mm. That's true. Yeah. When um like email and that first came out when I first got an email address, a hotmail. Um, you know, EasyJet, the airline company. Yeah. They had an easy internet cafe in Victoria with about 50 PCs in it. And it literally had a coin slot. Yeah. You could put there, sit there putting 50 pences in and yeah. being online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then you'd go to your Hotmail and like, see the two emails you got that week. <laughs> yeah, from some company. One from Hotmail themselves. Yeah, yeah. this is pre-span. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it would only be from someone who actually had your email. You know, yeah. About work or something. Oh, God, design job. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, yeah, I had to edit, get it just to pay bills and things slowly. People wanted to do it online. Can you can you not scan it? Oh, no, you, have to, you could kind of, there was a way, there was a moment when you were sort of faxing over the computer. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, my, my Mac used to have a fax function. Yeah. Which I never used. No, but pretty quickly this, scanning in and sending it off that 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 came in quick and to do it more because of that just to stay in business rather than <laughs> yeah well we had the first boom didn't we there was a complete failure of like online shopping all these companies in england that opened online like boo.com yeah. and i don't know something it didn't work there wasn't uptake or got the back end wrong or the delivery wrong or something but they all yeah. lost crazy money because there was a sudden influx of web companies big offices full of website designers and things which seems absurd now doesn't it uh, yeah that was the first bubble they just threw everything at it and anybody yeah. everybody was putting money in anything to you know, oh, if it's if it's tech, it's if it's the internet. Oh is... yeah, I remember people saying, "Oh, we're starting an online comic <laughs> company." You know, stuff like yeah. that. People are going to read comics online. Yeah, hmm. good luck with that. Only a few survived in the end, you know. <clears throat> eBay, basically, and eBay's only you know one of those few sites that still kind of got that idea of you know. It's a marketplace run by each other, you know. I had to look at it recently for something which I was, you know, 
disappointing that he's found out that basically most of eBay now comes from China. Awful lot. You have to be really careful. It's most amazing. of the results. Yeah, yeah. and even in, yeah, and even if you put in, you know, pages from wherever you are, you, they still yeah, smuggle. If you put they still delivery get from Europe only, or yeah, mm. you still get all the Chinese ones. Yeah, right. it's easy to see because it takes two and a half weeks to get here. So yeah, free shipping though. Yeah. But they've got they, they, you know, if you're looking for certain things, design things, and it, it seems they only they make them. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I was looking for this specific camera hood, which in Europe is 60 euros. And I checked on eBay to see if it was somewhere that delivered it. And of course, it had it from for five euros <laughs> from China. Yeah, yeah you know? I know. And it's, it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> it looks exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, I can see how people could be tempted with that, you know. Yeah, but that's a bit stupid of them. If it was, if kind of you said the one in Europe sixty, if they made it forty, you'd have gone for it more than when it's five. When it's five, you always think, whoa. You yeah, know? it was sold out everywhere in Europe. So like eBay was my, but there's no way I'd order it from China, even for a fiver. It's like no, that defeats the object of being alive, doesn't it? Don't show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Well, it's the same with Google. Google doesn't work anymore. It just offers you results for Amazon or Chinese AliExpress. Again and again and again, the same ones. Yeah, and AliExpress are clever because L comes before M. So their results come up before Amazon's. <laughs> hey, you got to have people pushing your results all the time, and you got to. So. But yeah, it's been completely tamed. I mean, that is basically. It. So a friend of mine was saying to me, you know, when I was talking about the, uh, uh, you know, the situation here, and he was saying, but, but I mean, why would they engineer this thing? Who who stands to gain anything? <laughs> and I said, well. I mean, first of all, the banks, because at the end of this, everybody's going to owe the banks so much fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the banks kind of like run everything anyway. So they're a starting block and then you draw little arrows from them to the pharmaceutical companies, the tech co yeah. tech companies, digital internet, they have massive boom. And to the state, because the state could have got more power than they've ever had. Suddenly they can wield all these draconian laws and everybody's up for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically all of it, isn't it? <laughs> what <are> you going <laughs> to, you know, what kind of industry have you got that's not part of that that would not be interested in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of, yeah. And that's what I thought. And I thought, well, fuck, checkmate, actually. You know, it's obviously checkmate. The whole world's doing this, so globalism, it's here. Not in the form you thought, you know, one world government, no, but someone controlling the entire world. Yeah, that seems to be working. Yeah. And so checkmate, but the good news there is, um, well, that's checkmate, that's the end of the game. All the pieces go back in the box and we start again. Yeah. And I really think there's something to that. And it's funny that even Gordon, Gordon, White was saying something like that, not exactly the same, but I think that they were talking about, you know, that systems grow and grow and grow till they're complete. Once they're complete, 
they stop. You have this kind of nice period where everything's fine <laughs> until the next thing takes over, like the 90s or something. Okay, capitalism won, yeah? And there's this kind of, you know, chill out period in the 90s, not for long until Yugoslavia, but, <coughs> you know, a couple of years. And... Um, and immediately the new the nationalist nationalist thing uh, will start taking over. So, what's going to be the new game? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> of course. Then the astrological thing is anyway the slow transgression from from all these from uh, the air, the air, the earth. To the air, so which kind of sort of is a nice little metaphor for the, you know, yeah, all this communication flying through the air. Yeah, so we're going to air-based because Aquarius is an air sign. People think forget it. They think you know, that's funny because I was wearing my wireless headphones today. Yeah, there you go. You plugged and I was in. listening to some <laughs> really heavy, sort of minimal techno. And then suddenly this voice cut in saying, battery low, charge <laughs> soon. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> that's cool. But it was in this really clipped female American robot voice, you know. Okay. And then it would repeat it every two minutes. <laughs> Dave, what are you listening to, Dave? Yeah. Battery low, recharge soon. Like, wow, yeah. excellent. I thought it <laughs> great, and then they just cut out when I was about five minutes from home. So. Yeah, yeah. You were warned. I was warned, but I had nowhere to plug them in. I was walking along the street. Yeah. Suddenly, the batteries ran out. Yeah. <laughs> batteries. Yeah, I should have gone up to a. Lexus and jacked some energy out of it somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. That's, I thought that was all. They they tried to market that at one point. There were all these it's sort of a little uh, USB cable, flap in it. Yeah, cable. Can... Yeah, cable free charges, and and they, and eventually there's that the idea that you'll be able to charge your phone. It'll charge itself from the air. There'll be so many. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Signals and shit flying around that it can actually. That's preposterous. I mean, yeah, what about all the terrorists, huh? <laughs> With their cell phone their... bomb triggers. I mean, that's only going to help them, isn't it? Yeah, but since, <laughs> since Corona, terrorists are kind of pretty passe. Then. There's a few oh, they're well out of it. Yeah, it's like, they're well out of it. You're still doing a terrorism game, boy. Come on, get with it. No, nah, they'll bring that back in, like, when all the health security money runs out in, like, 15 years. It will get terror back. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, it'll be like yeah. you know one of those greatest hits of the fifties and sixties. Yeah. They'll go back to. Yeah, they'll have a drone fly into the Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah, they've got it. that's the thing that, that this drone space and all that stuff. Yeah, drone yeah. space. They're probably picking out the. Um, Iconic metropolitan architectural icon to bring down to set off the next financial plunder. The shard would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
Because so, if it actually became shards, that'd be good for the headlines. <laughs> you mean Shard that iconic in building in, in, in London? Yeah, it's owned by Arabs. And is apparently uh, pretty empty. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it? So it doesn't when the sun shines hard, it, the reflections kind of melt. Kills wing. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard they've been melting wing mirrors off cars and things. I am blind pigeons and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which is, Which is, you know, yeah, the Arabs bringing their thing. sun into the middle of London. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the shot. Strange. Strange. Yeah. Exactly. Shalom <laughs> economics on the blast there. But it's quite Gnostic, isn't it? The shard, isn't it? Like the... The, Gnostic. Mm. That just means self-knowledge, doesn't it? Gnostic. Well, I mean, the people who call themselves Gnostics and. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the spark of people life. People who call the, themselves the, Gnostics are big on the self-knowledge. Sh the shard of Sophia, or whatever it's called, or the shard of God. I don't. Know, I don't. Know. I, I, I should. I should shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. You can say that about any building. Can in uh, German, Schade is shame. And uh, yeah, shame. Shame. Well, not shame per se. It's um, it's when you say you know like Keldermarsh. Oh, what a shame, Schade. Yeah. And Schaden uh, uh, damage. So Schadenfreude is what. Schadenfreude is damage, a joy. Yeah, I uh, like the sort of. Happy upside of an accident. Yeah, right. When someone falls over on a banana yeah. skin and hurts themselves, and you laugh, you nasty person. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, only the Germans seem to have this word. You know, it's the kind of it's uh, the French use Schadenfreude, the English use Schadenfreude. I think the Spanish yeah. too. Ask the ask your wife. Yeah, I will. I'll go and wake her up now. And you can't—I can't believe what that only Germans ever have that feeling, because <laughs> it seems to be pretty universal, doesn't it? When you look at you know uh, films and <coughs> entertainments, especially early, you know Charlie Chaplin and everything. It's all shy. And oh fun. yeah. But not now. Now, now we've got to develop empathy. I must admit, there are you know things online you can watch. You know accidents online, and there are some that cross the line, and you think you know how much that must have hurt. Yeah. And then it just hurts. It's not funny anymore. Thank you. And I think you do it. You you feel it more once you've had kids. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Because you know. You don't let the you don't let your kids, <coughs> or you sort of more reluctant to let your kids do what you did when you were a kid. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. I think. Well, I don't, I don't think see too much, but um, I don't know. You know, you're kind of like uh, they're flitting around on their bikes and and they're small in the city, city kids. You know, so. And you get those, that it's really good because they, they have these little push bikes without pedals. 
So they oh, learn stupid things. Ah, oh, they're brilliant because they they're basically two wheels. So they learn it's to balance. balance. Yeah, like, yeah, but then you don't learn to ride a bike. Yeah, you at do. Some it's point, you got to bin that and get one with pedals. You know, yeah, but on. you can already balance. <laughs> you can already you know how to, to keep to hold the balance. Yeah, but I say, why add in that extra? Just go straight to bike. Because you know? they because you can put them on a bike and they can go fast when they're two. It's well, two and a half. Yeah, so pretty yeah. early. Pretty early. No, definitely <laughs> against balance bikes. Yeah, I think it's an unnecessary step in modern parenting. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, Sorry about think, that. Well, my daughter didn't do it. She had a harder time learning to ride a bike than than Yassi, who did do it. He well, you only got to learn to ride it once. He took him out, put him down the slope with the pedals on. Now, when you like, do what you normally do, but then put your feet on the pedals and push, and he was away. It didn't take long because he knew how to balance. That was the yeah. thing. And the, but the, what is crazy? You see these. I mean, he was also. I don't. He was very small. You know, two and a half. As soon as they can walk, they can push one of these things around. Yeah, I don't know. I just see a lot of kids in my neighborhood falling sideways on the floor with those things. <laughs> and they're all wearing helmets, which is hilarious. Yeah, right. Never wore helmets, do they? Nah. Mind you, people did die occasionally, but they still do, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. It like, brings us back to the theme of the times, isn't it? This incredible fear of death. Uh... Yeah, that seems to be rampant at the moment. Uh, it, it, but it seems like one stage removed. It's like the fear of the fear of death. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. No one's actually worried about dying, but they're sort of worried about worried about being about dying. I don't know. It's a weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. It means the atmosphere. It's quite a turnaround from, I mean, you know, was it 70 years ago, 80 years ago, everybody fled to the battlefield, let's get at it. <laughs> yeah, they literally ran to death. Yeah. Arms open. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah, well, times have changed. Times have changed. Maybe... You know, one one theory is is because um, before it was like the, the problem is that housework, you know, mm. looking after the kids and housework is so mind-numbingly difficult, yeah, and boring in a way um, that the that men especially do anything to get out of it. Mm. So fucking hell, right? There's only mass unemployment and everything. Let's well, I've got to stay at home and help with. Oh, let's have a war for God's sake. <laughs> Any, yeah, any excuse yeah. to get someone else to cook for me. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of them were poor. It was the economic time was like before the First World War it was really heavy. So they joined up, like Irish people joined up into the British you know, army just to get a square meal, really. Yeah. And uh, all that shit, right? So you can't have wars unless people are poor. Nah, now's not the time. You wouldn't get people to sign up these days. I don't know. <laughs> I 
think there'd be more than enough people willing enough to line the coast of England and stop them refugees coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's not war, though, is it? No, that's true. I mean, this, the, yeah, this the other thing that we haven't had a war for a long time, and it does make a difference when you haven't had in a whole civilian population that's sort of almost grown into it because they're all these young men, you know? Yeah. And it's hard to let go of your uniform. It's hard to let go of that kind of... <clears throat> what's the word um you know that it's conditioning for christ's sake mm. you're conditioned That's, yeah so you know i mean like in germany and everything the, the all the uh, shenanigans in the 20s and the 30s with the, and the nazis and and even the communists but the, they all put uniforms on they didn't have to no but they they wanted to they wanted to Kind of like relive it. This time we'll do it properly. You know? Yeah, it's because they hadn't read Machiavelli. They didn't understand the art of war. You win by the illusion of strength, not by running around in a frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't hear stories about the British any sort of British battles in World War Two, any scuffles or or the French, there's no real storyline. But you hear all these stories about Germany fighting on all these different fronts and taking all this territory and using all this energy and and really the British and the French just sat tight and just shut themselves <laughs> yeah in the end they won because they let their you know that's how it was played out Do you know what i mean that's how it was played out yeah yeah i mean obviously it was designed to be played that way but well for the so. germans it's basically a kind of repeat of the 30 years war right? major well put it desert. like this the french army was twice the size of the German army, right? Yeah. So what happened there? Oh, what happened was was speed. What happened was Bayer. Bayer made the speed that they gave the troops. And was it Rommel who said, uh -huh. right, we're not going to go. There's this big, massive wall the French built. They were showing it off at the time. It was the Grand Nord or something. It, was, it had a French name. And it was the, the As you do. You yeah. Know, showing off <laughs> it, your... Uh, yeah, this massive fucking wall is going to stop anything that comes, right? But they didn't have it, it, it. But the Germans went straight through the forest. I think it's the Ardennes. They went straight mm. through the forest. Uh, it, three, I don't know, two or three days, just stayed awake and plowed through the forest. And they were in Paris before the French had woken up. It was, uh, yeah. that's, that's what they did. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were all on speed. Oh, they were doing loads of coke in Paris. Coke and champagne, that's what the SS looked on. Yeah, which is, makes and it easy to, to dehumanize people then, you know, because the world, yeah. yeah, it does explain a lot. Yeah, it's funny that they occupied Paris because reading Chanel's diaries at the time, because obviously they moved into the Ritz where she lived and took it over. But Paris was essentially allowed to sort of carry on. It's just like they had a new chief like a new police you know but the sort yeah. of avant-garde and 
the artists and the regular people, they, they were essentially allowed to just carry on as long as they didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, unless you were Jewish, of course. <laughs> um, no, even then, I mean, the British were going over there and hanging out with them, like, you know, there was a lot of shenanigans. Okay, didn't know that. A lot of partying, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chanel was going back and forth to Duke of Windsor's place, she was going to England, going hunting with Churchill, and then. Going back to Paris and hanging out with the SS, you know. Oh, so yeah, she was allowed to pop back and forth like no problem. Amazing, what you know? What <coughs> amazing! And she was dating a German uh, officer who was allegedly a British spy. <laughs> Luminality all the way. Like the perfume. Oh, God. I mean, well, that that was the PR trick, wasn't it? When the Americans liberated, they um, she offered uh, every GI a free bottle of no, Chanel to take home. So there's all these press photos of GIs queuing up at the Chanel store. So she was basically sort of friendly to everybody, <coughs> and they didn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not interested in war. I'm only interested in selling my perfume. Exactly. Do you want? And then she perfume? ended up making Jackie Kennedy's clothes. Yeah. I'm a fashion designer too. Amazing. Yeah. I know these are these incredible stories. Like I said, there's also Goebbels' jazz band. Oh yeah, yeah. Made was... these incredible covers of Glenn Miller and all the you know the Allied yeah. stuff and the American stuff, and just put different texts in there about how. You know, they might as well give up because the war's already been won by Germany. <coughs> uh, it's been collected by people in 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 the UK who kind of you know that's the only remaining you can. There are archives, but they've been collected by people in the UK who sort of enjoyed them. Of course. Yeah. But so these guys, all the way through the war, they're playing music that's entartered. It's not allowed, not allowed, and they've got their chops ready. Nineteen forty-five to come out of the war, and they're all ready for the new jazz age that's about to hit town. Yeah. So, you know, there's a weary, windy, wide way through if you're lucky. Oh, yeah. And it sure as hell ain't on the top. <laughs> That's the worst place to be. You don't want to be on the top. No. No. Even if you win, it's like. No. You end up living your life out down in Chile or. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Epstein Island or <laughs> Yeah. Why are all there why are there so many Germans in Chile? It's hard. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot in um Indonesia as well, I think. Oh nice. Yeah, I can believe it. Yes. Um uh, Girlfriend, mine old girlfriend, if you choose, Liz, who's probably the most beautiful woman in Dusseldorf when I got here. Um, blonde and, but, you know, classically sort of a very beautiful woman. And she ended up there. She, she's got this company where she sort of basically runs all these holiday places and beautiful yeah. villas out there for people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But 
uh, yeah, amazing life. Good honor, actually. But I bet there's some stories there, yeah, where this house has been, who first bought it. Oh, yeah. You know. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, so what else has been happening then in this uh, weird wide world? Um, well, just to carry on that story a bit, did you ever see the pictures of the Mercedes that Hitler sent to Nepal? <laughs> what? No. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> What's this? I can't. It was a gift to King Tribuvan of Nepal. Uh huh. It was sent a Mercedes, and there's these mad photos that you can see of like it being carried across rivers on sticks and things. <laughs> I can't remember why he sent it. Um, uh, why did he send it? Um, I can't remember now. I think it was in exchange for some like mystical, um, you know, because the Germans were well into all that mysticism. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was in it was in exchange for, uh, for some kind of mystical reading or something, uh, uh, ancient texts or something. Or, yeah, Just yeah, I can, knowledge. I can't remember exactly why. Yeah, <coughs> but so. anyway. It's worth a little Google. Have a look at that. Anyway, I think it was the first car in Nepal. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We made some good photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what's been going on? Um, I can't really think, Matthew. Now, no, Craig's in here. You know, he's yeah. dulling cognitive senses. That's always the way. As soon as, yeah, as soon you start I've been recording. listening to this band called the Black Airplanes. It's pretty good. All oh, right, um, that's embarrassing yeah. for me. I don't quite know as a band. You can claim to not know anything about it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That sounds good. I'll check him out. Yeah, yeah, they're on Bandcamp now. You can buy their album. Pay any price, which I'm trying to decide how much to pay for it. But yeah, well, I heard though that you wrote one of the texts saying, um, to one Well, of that's why I'm going to charge, pay slightly less. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you should get free. I did buy a digital album the other day off Bandcamp and said, Pay what you like. So I paid 10 euros. I thought that's all right. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. It's like I yeah, think that's about right. Do you have yeah. to go? I think you still have to go through PayPal. You have to put in no euros. I'm not sure if you have to do that when you. I'm not sure. I've done it myself. It was just a link to PayPal. It was quite yeah. easy. Yeah, it's really easy, and then you just give them what yeah. Because I think Bandcamp they keep waiving their fees because of Corona. Yeah. They waive. There's certain days where it's better to do it because they waive their fees. I think it's on Fridays or something. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> they did it but for a while to get more money. Yeah, and I think they did it at the beginning, they did it for a whole month. Yeah, during lockdown, sort of thing. Lockdown, 
No, it's been busy. I went to an um, art gallery opening the other day. I was quite busy. Had too much to drink. Um, Sounds nice and normal. Went out for dinner with some people. Went around to some friends for dinner. Yeah, I mean, life seems to be... Apart from most people wearing masks, life's pretty normal in Barcelona. Yeah, you're still wearing masks outside then? Well, I don't, but I mean, yeah. People are supposed to or what? Yeah, I'd say 99 out of 100 people are wearing them. Okay. The only people who don't is like men my age. (laughs) If you see someone without one, it'll be a man. Unshaven. Of a certain age, just like, oh, no. If you've got a beard, you don't notice anyway. You're gonna mask. It looks like you've got a mask on anyway. I haven't got a beard, no. Well, I mean, I'm unshaven, but I don't have like a beardy beard. No, um, true. Well, I have perfected a sort of general look of total disenchantment with the world, which I <laughs> So I think that's enough to... And people just stick yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised at the, you know, if someone comes past on an electric scooter, it actually catches my gaze. Quite often they'll go quite wobbly, you know. Yeah. And then go home and reassess their lives, I hope. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm glad we don't have to do that. I mean... um... No. I've started going into shops not wearing them as well, just to see what the score is. So far, nobody said anything. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I tell you, I bet most people are thinking, yeah, good on him. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or it's nice to see somebody it. smile, you know, like, oh, yeah. hi there. Yeah. Give us a croissant, darling. <laughs> you know, like, wow. Excellent. <laughs> Is that what you say to him? Hola, give us a croissant, darling. <laughs> yeah, I like speaking like overtly cockney. <laughs> they don't understand me anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> You just point and they get the idea of what. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know. You know. If yes. Uh, why not? Clearly enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is weird. It's like you go to a restaurant. Oh, we went to this place the other night. And of course, no one in the restaurant is wearing a mask to eat. But the staff are still wearing them. It just seems pointless, really, you know. I I find it a little bit weird. (laughs) Bit weird. It's all very sort of Brunel, almost and slightly kind of pervy. Yeah, you know, like like everyone suddenly wearing stockings and suspenders. The staff, you know, it's like. Well, that's how actually. It's funny you should say that. But in the beginning, when the mask thing happened, I was really furious, and I was really angry at people wearing them. You know. Yeah. I was like, oh, you fucking idiots. Um, excuse my language. Um, but I was realising that was just my internal monologue and I was just doing myself damage. So what I did in my head is I kind of fetishised them. <laughs> I internally sexualised them and then then I could cope a lot easier with walking around. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really chilled out about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, everyone's a potential bad nurse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. Yeah, 
and it's got something of the veiled woman as well, you know, the, the Eastern woman of mystery, especially on a, on a woman. But on anyone, yeah. you know, yeah, the whole now thing. basically everyone's a potential belly dancer, you know. That's yeah, belly dancer or, or, or outlaw, Wild West outlaw, or, yeah. or you know, quite a romantic figure. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. The absolute opposite of Batman. They didn't see that one coming. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. The old superhero. Yeah. Thing. Um, but the funny thing is, in Madrid, they're sort of on lockdown, big parts of Madrid. And um, now they've, now they're, do you remember everyone was clapping every night yeah. at the health service? Now yeah. that's all turned around. Uh -huh. People are starting to revolt against the health service. Uh -huh. very negative. Well, they don't like it. They don't like the fact what's happened and how the hospitals is treating people and how you can't just go and get treated for something normal because they've realized the jig is up that people's normal health service hasn't been working for six months you know people who yeah. need operations and the elderly yeah. and it's like oh hang on a minute people yeah. are not getting the care they're supposed to be getting you know so uh yeah now the negative vibes are coming out yes same but apparently in spain they sacked about half the nurses during the summer because huh. uh they didn't need them you know yes well some interesting um <laughs> parallel agendas going on there yeah right so i mean I, i've heard something similar isn't something similar happening in the uk i can imagine yeah. that uh you know with the um so you know the people are you know saying wait a minute <laughs> we're dying of other shit now so you know yeah. so, where's my cancer treatment yeah yeah or whatever yeah i mean you know yeah. I, I don't that, that's that's another scam as far as i'm concerned but yeah. um oh no cancer is a scam but then people think you know yeah it used to be a big deal didn't it and people yeah. had to go and get things prostate breast cancer i was like come on yeah i think they might notice a few people living longer than the doctors predicted now and they're not treating them yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so you know that's my take but um yeah, so everybody's noticing that. That's like kind of that's again, but this is the, what they call the second wave and the second wave, you know, like the second rinse, right? And let's see different set circumstances now. Let's see how they handle it now. Because yeah. that, that's what's coming. That's what they flagged up. It's even kind of um, astrologically flagged that it's September. Yeah, second, second, well, second run. Yeah, but also the temperatures all dropped last week suddenly overnight it was cold even here yeah so everyone starts getting flu yeah. and cold my yeah. missus started getting flu last night yeah nose is running just because of the temperature change and the, you know but you can't sneeze in public and people will freak out <laughs> no no i cough sometimes <laughs> and people you know they you see them walking i mean quite you know a few meters away but you see them stiffen yeah well, you can't cough or sneeze, can you? Because it'll end up in your mask. So you're like, 
you've got to try and hold it. Well, my mask's my handkerchief, so I just sneeze into it and then put that in my pocket. And, you know, either right. I've got another one or I haven't. So. I just sneeze into 50 euro notes. <laughs> my gold Discard them. Yeah. Yeah, just to be the, you know, straight onto the floor job. But no, it's true. But, uh, you know, I've, I don't know. I walked past a building site the other day. There was a guy outside pissing against a tree. It looked all very normal to me. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's like things like that that, you know, that sounds like you're cheer, right. cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> Without a mask, you said there, you know. I mean, they've been building yeah. stuff here. That's all been carrying on, all that stuff. Oh. Yeah, there's plenty of construction going on here. Oh, yeah, that doesn't stop. That's all long term, though, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, we've got the whole drama of the US election to come. That'll keep us all busy for a while. Not going to keep me busy. No, but you know what I'm saying. I'm going to completely ignore it. Yeah. Probably what I think is funny is. Um, people that I follow in America on my social media, when they talk about the election, they say that, oh, we need to vote. <laughs> what? Um, they, you know, Americans saying that they need to vote. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Against Trump, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about liberal arty types, you know. Yeah. But it's funny because the way they word it now, it's like, oh, this is our chance to change the world. Uh, yeah. Like that's how much they've magnified it. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Of course, then you know. Yeah. And then we'll go back. Go, that go American, back to Demi that American conceit that something they do in America is going to change the world. You know, <laughs> like will win for democracy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's particularly specific to the Americans. But uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. Definitely that the this idea that now. You know, it's great for them because nobody's going to look at their their policies. <laughs> yeah. So you know, just because they're just all tuned in on getting rid of Trump, you know. Mm. And so, and you know, and it went back to what we're we going to be back to uh, the whole. Well, it doesn't Brzezinski. matter, does it? <laughs> but, yeah. Culture doesn't change. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's what politics there is. Yeah, and there's always got yeah. to be something to be scared of, you know, whether it's imminent war with China or Russia or whoever it is. I don't know. I think, yeah, I Did think the cathedral's failed. You know, I think the neoliberal kind of worldview's completely failed, so it doesn't really matter. People don't want postmodernism. They don't want, you know, the da-da continuum. Mm. They want the proms. <laughs> you know, they want a cohesive society that they feel comfortable going about their business. You know, they don't want to be atomized by... Like, oh, I think they're going to be given that, but they're going to be given it in nice little small chunks so that, you know, everything's nicely controllable within umbrellas, you know. Yeah. So, you know, the English can have their proms and the Scottish can have their Burns nights and, yeah, yeah. and everyone gets their, keeps their tradition and, and you know, it's traditions within traditions, <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, we're in the Rhineland. We've got certain traditions here that nowhere else in Germany. Yeah, you know. Funnily, you know, the eleventh of the eleventh, which was Armistice Day, here is is the uh, eleven o'clock on the eleventh of the eleventh begins the fifth season. Oh. And the ritual is that Hopperditz Hopperditz wakes up, and Hopperditz is this kind of like fool figure that oh, awakes nice. and presides over the fifth season in the year. And he dies in February sometime, and, and then they bury him, and they bring a coffin out and bring bury him. You know. Wow, <coughs> I like that—the idea of five seasons. Yeah, and uh, I can't find out if that was before or after Armistice, but it's interesting that that's, you know, when the Allies and everything are doing their, you know, yeah, laying wreaths and things to the heroes, and the Germans, of course, are lost. What do you do? But in the Rhineland here, Hopperditz. Evacht wakes up, which is yeah, it's got something kind of. And the carnival is at the end of the of the fifth season, yeah. Which was oh, carnival, yeah, yeah. Which was started again. That was under French rule here. Yeah. And so the French were in charge, and they had one day when when the the, the Rhine lender they could. Uh, dress up and take the piss out of them, which they still do. Yeah, I mean, German carnival is so weird. Yeah. Freaky, it's... like. Um, I got asked to participate. There was a photographer who photographed German carnival people, like the costumes and the masks. And really strange. Yeah, it's got to be. Then, so they're <clears throat> doing an exhibition of his portraits of these people. And then they've commissioned musicians to make a soundtrack for each photo. So I'm making, I've made one of the soundtracks for one of the photos. So if there's an audio accompaniment to the, cool. to the exhibition. Mm. Yeah, but it's all based on these um, German. Yekin, Yekin. That's what they call. Yeah, they're called Yekin. Yekin, yeah. They're really strange. We're looking through the photos. It's like they look so otherworldly <laughs> or from another time and place, you know. I don't know what the photos of which, I mean, there are people who do sort of also everything, all sorts of things, but generally the populace um, sort of seem to agree on the consensus that you don't have a wonderful costume. In fact, you have to have. They seem yeah, these to, are bizarre. Costumes. They go for, yeah, kitschy kitschy shiny versions of whatever they're supposed to be <clears throat> um and there are shops that are just set up for carnival you know big shops full of these yeah yeah these glitzy carnival clothes and it's really cold it's february yeah and these things are just props so they're not real clothes you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether you're whoever you are from spider-man to a maid or whatever you know or all sorts of things you know no they're just made uh Yeah, I know what you mean. They're kind of oversized and strange uh, dimensions. Yeah, and the whole thing is just that, you know, exercising, getting incredibly drunk. My uh, girlfriend of mine, her brother was with the Red Cross, and they always set up for kind of a pump, you know, stomach pumping stations, basically. Uh, ambulances, and they were pumping stomachs all day. 
yeah, just sort of <laughs> took it in their stride. It's amazing. And then the prophet, when the procession comes through and then the procession has gone and the whole town looks like, you know, it's been just dumped on. Like somebody's got a giant bag full of rubbish and dumped it on the town, yeah? And yeah. literally less than an hour after the procession's gone through, the, the squads of cleaners come through, you know? You go down mm -hmm. there sort of, I don't know, an hour or two later and it's like it's never happened. <laughs> oh, Okay whole thing is sort of exercising anarchy, you know, for a very specific moment. <coughs> uh, yeah, I just pulled up this email. <coughs> Reggie Molly, Nitzbergowitz. <laughs> no, I'm reading this weird German. The character in the photo is called Elzak. It's the Schuttig. I don't know. It's all German. I don't understand it. I should have a look, but I'm outside smoking on the balcony. Schuttig figure. How do you spell it? S-C-H-U-U-T-T-I-G. Schuttig. I don't know myself. That Schuttig sounds like... No, no. Shadow. I don't know. I don't know myself what Schuttig is. Sounds like one of those, uh, you know... No, it's one of those like yekin those words are very kind of from this area. They also throw throw themselves at each other though, generally, I think, if you <laughs> the young people. There's a before kind oh, before carnival there's a, also a, a day called Old Woman's Day, Alt Weibernacht, Old Woman's Night. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the Sounds thing is, good. yeah, and the women go around cutting the men's ties off. They cut them with scissors. So literally, you see men with oh, tie, yeah, yeah, ties on, and they've yeah. been cut. You know, like at, at the chest level, they've been cut with a pair of scissors. And men yeah. wear men wear ties, especially to be, you know, pounced especially upon by a gang of women <laughs> with scissors. Well, <laughs> take, I hope they don't wear. Girls. <laughs> I hope they don't wear peacock feather ties. That would be a terrible waste. Oh no, no! One leaves the old club tie in the in the, in the wardrobe. What one takes out something old-fashioned, or you know that tie that one yeah. bought at an Elton John concert years ago, or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the one with piano notes on it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the old piano tie. Yeah. I, I hate ties. I hate ties. I hate them. Really? I do wear them sometimes. Sometimes. I've got a few. I quite <laughs> like them. <coughs> I'm gonna, you know, I, quite I like recently them. discovered peacock feather ties, which are a bit of a speciality. Malcolm McLaren used to sell them in his boutique. And um, Ian Jury wore one for the cover of his first record. Yeah, well, when you turn into a fetish, then it's cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you know what I mean. The the the, the hangman's rope you put in it—it's a hangman's knot, basically. It might be fancy, but in the end, the bottom line—it's a hangman's knot you're tying there. Yeah, and I always remember the irony's not lost on me, Matty. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of—I <laughs> was, you know, when I'm growing up, absolutely adverse to ties. I'm not doing that. And I remember getting, you know, one of those times I hitchhiked to Germany or something, and the first part of the journey, I got a lift to London in some some guy, and he was a cool guy. He wasn't much older than me, you know, maybe in twenties something. And yeah. uh, driving into London to a job, and then as we near London, he starts putting his tie on. And I said, "Oh, you got to wear a tie." He said, "Yeah." 
So this is an, is there anyone in your job in your you know business that doesn't wear a tie? Well, only the whiz kids at the top. <laughs> and so it was a choice either be a whiz kid or find another scene. <laughs> <laughs> Whiz kid, there's a phrase. Don't hear that that often these days. Very eighties. Yeah. Whiz kid. Oh yeah, that's a real throwback. Well, that would be Harry Potter now, wouldn't it? <laughs> the ultimate whiz kid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I suppose so. Harry Pothead. Yeah. Yeah. There was a diabolical state of affairs for children's entertainment, that is. It, it, this very, yeah. It's amazing, this boarding school thing, yeah? Because that's, <laughs> it's, that's yeah. what, that's, it's this the outsider that comes into the inside, so to speak. The boarding, yeah. the whole boarding school well, the board authoritarian school system. Huh? It's like the boarding school represents the cathedral, doesn't it? It's yeah. like this is this is you know, welcome this is, to the hierarchy. This is, the authority. This is yeah. history. Everything is exact. Yeah, and it's is that kind of growing up process. You think everything so he's in charge, and this is the way it is, and the way it's always been. And then the older you get, you realise how fucking waggly the whole thing is. Oh, and there's rules. Yeah. It has rules, doesn't it? Yeah. it has rules. Yeah, yeah. Sure, but sometimes, you know... People want to live in that system, though, don't they? People want that clarity, that comfort of everything being ordered so they don't have to fall outside of it, you know? Mm. That's why people don't, you know... I was explaining this to my daughter like, the other day about... She was talking about some people, and I was like, well, a lot of people just never leave school. You know, they go to school... You have the hierarchy of school with the rules and the social hierarchy and all that and the way people behave. And then they leave school and go straight into a job at a company and it's the company set up exactly the same. Well, some of them even go to teacher training college and then go back to school as a teacher. So literally well, never leave school. <laughs> dark quantum loop. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, that's yeah. one of the complaints about British universities is that essentially what they're doing is training people to become university lecturers because <laughs> there's yeah. no other thing they can do when they leave. <laughs> so it's like a reaffirming loop you know well isn't like the rest of society the I mean, quality of the information just gets weaker every year yeah, yeah, yeah it reminds me of the of the courts what what do the courts do with the money that they extract in fines build more courts well this is something that happened wrong in america with the law system because you had all these law firms that were always started with a partnership and then someone else would be made partner and then the next person would be made partner and then the company would end up with like five names in the company and then two of them would leave and set up a new firm and then more part and the law whole law business just outgrew itself there was too many firms and you know yeah not enough work you know not enough corporate clients because the corporate world is currently reducing in size 
while all the things that underneath tick along feeding off of it were expanding their ritual acting so mm. there's a lot of rupture there in terms of employment and what thing people are going to do you know people yeah. used to have pools of secretaries they don't have those anymore yeah they used to have the whole floor just for admin not anymore no <clears throat> You used to be able to work your way up from the post room. Now they don't have a post room. <laughs> How are you going to work your way up? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Now all you can do is work your way down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, words of encouragement from <laughs> recent oh, yeah. artists. Yeah. And get your, this is like a digital palm reading. Yeah. Tell it like it is. <laughs> well, there's got to be some space for life. It can't be. It can't be. Uh, you know, that, that's not going to work. I mean, it's not going to work anyway, probably. But um, so you get some sort of bastardized sort of compromise. Um, but uh, <coughs> you know, because if the second wave, you know, third wave, pe people will rebel against this won't they or will they be happy oh, absolutely yeah i mean one one wave was enough it's like okay that's done now people haven't got the patience have they no and you i know. mean there were more people than, than you know quite a lot of people ignored the first wave so yeah pretty sure i did yeah i mean in the city it's harder but yeah, I did, but then I'm not. Uh, I don't have to travel anywhere, or I don't have to, you know, to get that much money anyway. Except the places I go to aren't, you know. I would say I actually flourished under the first wave restrictions. I got much more done than I normally do. Yeah, I suppose I did too. Yeah, <coughs> you know, it's, it's back I had a to very work. productive time. Yeah, great. I think because it was so quiet and there weren't any distractions. Yeah, it was very quiet. You know, you couldn't go out for a drink. It was so. literally a month of Sundays. It was a month of Sundays. That is exactly how I was terming it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, now, a momentum turned into memento. And but the problem is, yeah, that, you know, that gag isn't going to work again, is it? Oh, it's another month of Sundays. Oh, we've heard this guy. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Get off get off social media, James. Old English rabbiting on again. <laughs> well, you know, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean I noticed that you know, I don't want to play to you know, people I mean yeah, you want to play in a normal club somewhere or you want to play somewhere where people you know can well, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So I'm waiting for an underground offer. I haven't had one yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm waiting for the offer to do an art project somewhere. Come and do this. Yeah, got to be one coming up soon. Everything's all very still. There's no ripples in the pond. No. Yeah. Well, for just a few, but very faint. 
Well, yeah, there's some rumours of some ripples. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Next phase. Here we go. Here we come. Next phase. Well, it's tricky, isn't it? Because all the countries are slightly out of whack, aren't they? It's not like we're all doing this on a level playing field. You know, all the countries are being played slightly different, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah. Because we're all connected, like, online, but that doesn't... Um, it doesn't relate to our everyday situation, does it, really? Because uh, <coughs> I, mean, I, I went to an exhibition in Barcelona the other day, and three of my friends from London, from England, were in the exhibition. It was a group show of paintings, but none of them came for the exhibition, because they can't, for some reason. It's weird, isn't it? They can't, or they didn't try. I think they didn't try, personally. Because my daughter just came over, no problem. I mean, you can get a flight to Barcelona and they don't stop you coming into the country. Yeah. I mean, it you is don't... a wonder, wonderful excuse if you, you know. Well, yeah. I <laughs> if you're tired. lazy. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> well, it's not normally something that artists run away from. No. But I think the thing they've been told is, well, when you get back, you're going to have to self-quarantine for two weeks. Shouldn't bother them too much, should it? They can work for two weeks. Huh? You would think. It wouldn't bother me. No. I'll self-quarantine for a month, just for go away for the weekend. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think we could do it's it. Worth it. It's going to have a decent dim sum somewhere. <laughs> Didn't know you like Korean food that much. Okay, I thought it was Japanese. No, nah, Chinese dim sum on Sunday mornings. That's the tickets. Yeah, yeah. Can't get a good one here though. Well, it's got to be some drawbacks. Yeah, but not the right ones. No, nah, not the right drawbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? I know. So, no, well, I mean, what are they going to do with all this? Um, now, you've taken the whole of uh, the nationalist program, you've taken the wind out of their sails, haven't you? Because yeah. the, all the borders are down. And if you have that control, you can play the, the countries against each other very easily, can't you? I mean, the English. How do you mean? They're always saying, "Oh, look at Germany! Look at Germany!" I get, fed, I get a fed up myself. <laughs> look at Germany. He yeah, says that, the English. Yeah, they're always saying, "Oh, the Germans did it so well." And, and look at this. I think model. Sweden did it best. Yeah. No lockdown, no masks, nothing, no quarantine, just carried on regardless. Yeah, and now that guy. And Greece as well, yeah. apparently. And that guy from Sweden has now run in, he's, he's the the, uh, the guy running Who, isn't he? He's now in charge of the Who. Oh, probably. So, you know, which is kind of, huh? Oh, uh -huh. yeah. <clears throat> but the main thing is, I mean, the thing about Sweden, which you don't forget, don't forget, is they're incredibly uh, 
online. They're all internet, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're all locked in. They're all, yeah. I mean, like I said, Denmark, Sweden, the festivals were all using digital currency, you know? You, 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 need, you, know, you needed a card. Bing, yeah. bing, bing, and you needed a card that went bing, bing, bing. There was none of this standing around with, yeah? Or, or, yeah. You, or you could do it off your phone. They didn't take cash. Yeah. They're already doing it, you know? <laughs> Which I think is, you know, going to get the rest of us to do it, so to speak. Yeah. In Japan, they have a program at the moment where they're promoting the use of cash. Interesting. They, yeah, they want more people to use cash. Well, yeah. I think it's clever. You, you need. You, I mean, if any, if this shows you anything, you know. Right, so, yeah. Well, it's the same you, with fame. People like cash. Yeah. People were like, you know. I'm all for all and all turned because everything's like little, like markets and little independent shops and you know bars that are all self-owned. You know, there's not there's no like corporate chains or anything around here. Everything's, yes, you know, and people like cash. You know, yeah, same here. You know, yeah. yeah. So no. <laughs> Can't see it happening, and I mean, I think the first week in lockdown, <coughs> I went somewhere, and she asked me if I could use a card, and I hadn't got the card on me, so I didn't use it. And after that, she didn't even ask again. Yeah. So no. Because you're supposed to use the beep where you don't have to touch anything. Yeah, it's rubbish. I mean, you still hold your cards. I mean, come on. <laughs> Staffed. I thought that was hilarious during the first week of the propaganda in Spain, like of the first week of the original lockdown. They put out a story, the one about the money, like how the germs can spread on money, so you shouldn't use cash. Yeah. But, but the story came out in the newspaper, which I thought was hilarious. There's people buying the newspaper, <laughs> reading the story, <laughs> saying, oh, you yeah, don't think about that. That's like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they dropped that story quicker. Fucking dimwits. Yeah. But people actually repeated it verbatim. Even my wife said, oh, we're not supposed to use cash. I was like, darling, darling, darling. Yeah, yeah. And there was a few card shops that have a sign saying card only. I was like, well, I'm not going in there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had one of those, you know, stores in the in the in the in the station. Yeah, it's kind of the, yeah. do the, the nice rye bread thing, and uh, anyone had card, and I said no. So I went over the. Went well, that's the, called voting with your feet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah right. So mm -hmm. kind of, you know. if more, he only needs three or four people to do that, and that really, and he'll, change and he'll, yeah, yeah, change yeah. their tune. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly, no one's going in. No one coming in my little shop. But so that's why I think why in Sweden and and things they could get away with that more. Because I bet there's a, I bet there was a track and trace thing or something, you know. Which oh yeah, I'm sure they're apped up. And they're all apped up, and everything was cool. But then again, if you know, if there's no, you know. 
if life goes on for most people and then you, you could have just shut yourself down for a couple of weeks, then it's okay. You know, you can deal with that, I suppose. It's just like being ill anyway. And if you're getting paid for it, no problem. Yeah. It's an I bet you loads of people said I got Corona and they hadn't. <laughs> yeah. well, I spoke to my dad the other day and he said, Oh yeah, I just got sent the app information. I said, don't you download that app. <laughs> That's what I mean. The English, they just yeah. crack your phone because you exactly. sign up, sign up at birth. You go straight into the National Health yeah. Service. You get a national insurance number and they, you're on the data. Uh, you know, yeah, got got well. yeah, yeah, and they just crash your, crash your phone. That's like yeah. you do. My dad, <laughs> if, don't download the app. That is the virus. <laughs> you know, once you've got that, you're like... You'll be gripped. That's what I mean about, you know, that I haven't heard anything like that here. And, you know, in the in, in meantime, in England, they're going, oh, the Germans already got an app. Oh, app? What app? Yeah. I think it's I'm for sure people when you get... saying it about Spain as well. That's what I mean about how the countries, about on the news, how they yeah. always talk about the other countries. Yeah. Like in Spain on the news, they always talk about England. Yeah. Or Germany. Yeah. But they never talk about Sweden or... I don't know, Finland or Croatia. I mean, it's so limited, their spectrum, you know. Because it's facial recognition, isn't it? Because people recognise Boris Johnson and people recognise Angela Merkel and it's just so easy just to yeah. have that picture. Or Macron. But anywhere yeah. out, if you showed someone a picture of the Prime Minister of Poland, no one would know him who it was, would they? You, you wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup, would it? Yeah, yeah, that would that would be, uh, yeah, sure. This an element. Or the royal thing. family of um, yeah. Sweden, you'd be like, no, I don't know who they are. Yeah, I mean, obviously, need, I know what yeah. they look like, but you know, your obviously, average yeah. Joe is not going to know. Are they? Average Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I don't know. So you, how, how personally do you know the Swedish royal family? Then, kind of? Only by look. Oh, I've never met them. Oh, okay, I, mean, I never know who you. You know, <laughs> the next story's going to come out. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know this little thing oh. going with Princess Blubber. Yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago, Matthew. I'm not going into that now. <laughs> well, this is weird. So I was watching football on Saturday, and um. I was watching two London clubs playing football in London, but because I refused to pay to watch it, I watched it on a Russian, illegal Russian stream. <laughs> so I was watching a Ru with, with Russian commentary, <laughs> which is fine because they say all the names, so you know what they're talking about. Yeah. But they, they, the commentary is very laid back, not very hype, you know. Like, yeah, it just sounds like some guy in the pub. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if someone miskicks it, he's like, <laughs> oh, you know, that sounds good. It was good. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. What was weird is at half time, obviously, it cut to commercials. So you had all I was seeing these Russian commercials, and they were so Americanized. And half the commercials were for pharmaceuticals, you know. Yeah. Like from weird stuff like prostate and it's like wow they just have the programming just as bad as everyone else in russia you know terrible yeah. adverts but 
yeah, shit yeah, you yeah. don't need, you know. There's no difference yeah. at all. No. You know, the same beers, you know, the same drugs. It's like, wow. Yeah. Absolutely no. I mean, if you just dubbed all those ads over with American advert, you would have assumed you were watching American TV. You know? Very strange. Bang. And no, not there was really, nothing not... really localized about it or, you know. I mean, maybe the actors, if you're Russian, are sort of stereotypical type people, you know. Like mm. there was one with some builders in it. I mean, maybe that's what builders look like in Russia. I don't know. <laughs> but it could have been anywhere, really. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, it was very universal. <laughs> you mean it was so surprising that it was so universal, even though the kind of underlying sort of system is the same, I suppose. It's not a surprise in that respect. It shouldn't, no. be, it shouldn't be a surprise intellectually. You think, well, okay, I know that it's basically the same, you know, the same thing that's working, the, pulling the tail here, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but, um, but you're still surprised at how similar it was. This, this, this yeah. No, because um, during the summer, I had to endure uh, a few English adverts watching something. And England seems to have gone very, it's so English, it's so weird. Every advert has to have a regional or multiple regional accents. Like there's uh -huh. no normal English accents, everything's regional. And all the uh -huh. adverts have regular people in, you know, like, look, normal people. Yeah. Like there's no attractive people trying to sell you things. Yeah. It's just normal people, regional accents, saying, look how normal this is. Yeah. You know, it's it's almost gone the other way. It's gone yeah. sort of too far from the fantasy of advertising to, like, I don't know. It's really depressing. It had no, there's no aspiration at all. No, there used to be a time when the ads were, you know, creative people were working in the advert. In the advert, I mean, you know, Martin yeah. Scorsese and crew were making adverts, and there were some well, funny yeah. ones as well. And there were some real ones, and uh, there was. Yeah. Um, but I think it died quite a long time ago. That whole art, you know, since TV's been oh, usurped. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah, and it is quite sad now watching the adverts. It's true. No, I knew people who worked in advertising in London, and. It's all very lowest common denominator stuff. There's no room for creativity, really. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. I mean, the budget's there, but it's like their remit, it seems to be, well, what's the least amount of people we can offend? Yeah. And, uh, and they just want a catchy slogan and a funny voice that people will repeat at work the next day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. Kind of, yeah, I don't get it. Well, I mean, advertising. Yeah. It's definitely not a dark art. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you mean that? I mean, <laughs> no, there's nothing subversive about it. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, just, it's not granular. It's very, um, you know, straightforward. There's no, there's no esoteric undercurrents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not dropping any 33s in the middle of a tea bag advert. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the occult has sort of disappeared a bit, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the occult's out, man. Really? Normal's in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the the old new normal. Yeah, but it goes into the videos and it goes into the, yeah, into different places, I suppose. I don't know if it does. I, I mean, they still use from. they still use their tricks, but I mean, their tricks are so well known now. Everybody kind of actually knows their tricks, you know. Yeah. Because explaining, I remember talking to this, you know, when my kids when they were small, you know, and you see what they're doing here, you know, getting out of the oh shiny thing wanted. Yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. Do, you, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they're not very good at mystery anymore. They're not very good at, uh, I don't know, mystifying, mystification, re-enchantment. That's what. Uh, oh, yeah, re-enchantment. That's what they need. That's what they yeah. People don't want re-enchantment. They just want special offers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> special, you know. Oh, I feel special. I've been offered yeah. something for money, but less money than they told me it was before. If we get a load of this, this is this is really mystical. Yeah, but how much is it going to cost me? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nah, re-enchantment is expensive, mate. Yeah. Don't go down that road. Yeah. This, this is not the time for re-enchantment. But I mean, hey, come on, we can't. What? We, this is the, the only people who are going to listen to this. Really, we can't. We can't uh, um, stop this without talking about the bear. Man. Oh, which bear? Didn't you oh, see, um, haven't you seen the bear? Will's seen bear. bear. Yeah, yeah. Will's bear. That's Will's pretty. Bear. I've never seen a bear like that. That's pretty nuts. Especially not close enough to actually <laughs> be take photos of it. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a bear. It's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just probably just exactly, you know, it's the only way to be like kind of totally relaxed old bear. But it was so, it was such a nice thread because it's the kind of like first hint you get of it is look, oh, fresh bear shit. Oh, you know, God, I yeah. I'm, I'm bound to bump him in sometime, sometime. And then this sort of like, you know, you know, something about uh, uh, me, I'm such an idiot. If I see a bear, I'll probably grab the camera, and which he then immediately did. <laughs> yeah. Is he back? Is he okay? <laughs> and then the bear circled back round, God. Yeah. I mean, I've been face to face with like a pack of baboons, but that's different. Isn't it? They're pretty nuts. Yeah. yeah. Especially when they start screaming and running. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pretty yeah. Weird. yeah. Yeah. That's a whole different tip. Yeah. Where's he gone? Um, what else? Oh. That's where he is, isn't he? No. Oh, God. We I forget which channel. What? He's in um, Visual Junk. Where's Visual, visual Junk? Gone? Junk. It's yeah. The second one. Oh yeah. Oh, he's out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the bear didn't get him. He's found some spiders now. Yeah, much more chill. Well, he's got a video. I wonder if he's got the bear on it. Probably, yeah. Amazing. 
Let's see. Uh, I wouldn't stick around and take video. I mean, <laughs> but it was good. I think he didn't. I think it was more a case of he just stood where he was, wasn't he? And the bear sort of traipsed past him. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. Look, you're lucky, mate. I'll save you for later. Yeah. Oh, look, humans. That's it. good to know. I'll come down here when I'm hungry. I don't, they don't eat humans, do they? I don't think they can. You must know that humans are a mouthful. Yeah. Come here, bear. I want to show you some memes about presidential elections. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what you think. What's your opinion? What's your magical take? What I did think was, <laughs> what I also thought was funny was was that uh, Will posted in the bear he stroke she. So you know this is oh, nice. this got oh, pronouns straight to this has got to go straight to unreal. Not only is this a bear, you know that is probably fake, yeah. but we don't know what sex it is either. We don't we know it's pronouns. Don't, we don't know it's pronouns. I mean, this is he's yeah. he's been happy land the guy. Yeah, for sure. The meme, the whatever he is. <laughs> the meme. I don't know what he is. Unreal. He's not real. So. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He's not a tinfoil charismatic, that's for sure. No, I think he is what he says he is. It's like some sort of character. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who's, Andre, who's, not, who's not real? <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people are not real. No, no, no. <coughs> but, you know, not really real. <laughs> no. Well, that's our perspectival guess. <laughs> Time to move on. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Yeah, to what? Let's, to, let's to shift to into what? optimism. Yeah, should we? Yeah, I mean, actually, that that does come well because the, after this, you know, initial phase, and a lot of you, you, you hunker down, and then people start to sort of, eat, you know, even certain podcasters I listen to or something, I was realised now the only way through this is to start looking at the positive aspects of it, you know. Yes. And sort of like, okay, what's this mean for me? What what's uh, what can I get out of it? What are the challenges? What's you know. And um, the answer uh, is not living off the land, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not starting your own communities. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. If you can, you've got to go long breath. You've got to find someone and some place to stay where you can, you know, basically chill, I think, and do your. And then, then that's the thing. It's like kind of because then you get down to so, okay, what am I going to do with my life? What am I here for? What the fuck am I doing? What do I want? Uh, yeah. You know, because yeah. the whole thing's up in the air a bit. It's, you can, is a time to, you can move now. It's true. There's a lot of ambient doors to choose from. Yeah. But you can't just abandon modernity for that in the hope of finding something more real. Oh, no, no. <coughs> I, I don't mean, you know, uh, I think with real, I mean sort of real, real connections to people, you know, sort of, yeah. you know, I don't want to use the N word. I don't want to say normal, but 
but you know something so you're on level you're on an equal footing with someone you can communicate with them yeah and that is that's kind of uh, you know one of the realest things about being human yeah well yeah just to be able to sit around and have a drink with someone and talk yeah rubbish i mean that's that's human isn't it yeah yeah you know what it's not a solitary confinement is a form of torture and everyone knows it, it. is and it's like yes. so it's, it's nice to be on your own if you want to be <laughs> when you want to be if you want to be if you need to be as well to be creative of course uh, sometimes you need to be selfish being yeah. alone. and sometimes it like this was gonna be <clears> with <throat> some people it's forced upon you so might as well run yeah. you might as well run with it there's, there's no point fighting it you know because you ain't gonna win in that respect nah. you just got to sit it out it's like so nah. but you have to understand it as an opportunity you know it'd yeah. be a great time for mental self-improvement yeah i think or physical or whatever i mean well you know, both yeah, yeah yeah will's a good example every day on his trails you know exactly that's why i said he's like the best ambassador for the for the climate business you know yeah. rather than some stupid old person in london chaining themselves to a bridge for extinction <laughs> rebellion i mean who's having the more positive effect on people treat looking at the planet differently you know yeah. i think will's doing a much better job yeah i agree you know in fact with a lot of these kind of causes which are going to get slammed down our throat in the future yeah particularly the whole green the whole green which i basically think is what the corona thing is ultimately about mm -hmm. is i mm -hmm. think i think this time at some point next year, they're going to look at all the stats yep. and say, oh, look at all these Paris Accord points we've reached. Yeah, they look said how much we... the carbon's down since people yep. weren't in their cars for three months. Yep. And yeah, <clears throat> look at the less air travel. And yeah. then they're yeah. going to ask people to do this to save the planet. Yeah, that's right. Look at Basically. it, like you say, look at it. You, you said we couldn't we couldn't change things. Exactly. We couldn't stop the airlines. We can. Look, we can. you said we couldn't do this. We've done it. We've done it. Pollution is down in all major cities. There's 50% less traffic on the roads. Yeah. The hedgehogs blah, are back. Blah. Hedgehogs are back. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks are breeding. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Hole in the ozone layer's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah! Remember that old hole in the ozone layer? Yeah, man. Ah, uh, that takes me back, lad. All right. Yeah. Love it. That's all it was—a hole in the ozone layer, and the Australians were getting were getting radiated, weren't they? It's the Australians. It's only the oh, Australians. Yeah. yeah. I think Australia wasn't going to exist, was it, by 2020? I know somewhere was going to be gone. Burnt out desert. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Funny. Funny how it wasn't one of the African countries, isn't it? 
Why do they never use them as leverage for our heartstrings? Oh, wait, they do. Oh, yeah. Food. They need food. Yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine food waste was down. What with all the restaurants closed? Yes, you would yeah. imagine, wouldn't you? Yeah, the food that yeah. would be taken out would get used and there wouldn't be these discarded mountains of trees. But then also food production and delivery would have also been down. Yeah. All that stuff that wasn't transported. Would it, would it, yeah, yeah, because all the, but basically all the stuff that, <clears throat> you don't need the surplus would have got because everybody still everyone's getting fed <clears throat> still yeah. the same amount of people they're still eating roughly the same amount. yeah but it's different isn't it? supplying yeah. restaurants and bars and pubs sure because they throw this shit they throw loads of stuff away at the end of the day so well they use a lot of frozen things as well yeah of course but I imagine generally production must be way down mustn't it yeah yeah, but yeah, that's a thing I never thought about because when you go into that sort of inverted commas crisis mode, then yeah, yeah, you can strip away a lot of the fat. Well, one guy said today he he knows someone who has like a shooting range in England. You know, like play pigeon shooting, yeah. and, and he's down he's down one hundred and ninety grand this year. And then someone else who's got like a wedding business was down 200 grand this year. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, how many? Uh, yeah, I know another guy, a fashion designer who does weddings. He's like, yeah, this year, zero, you know, completely stuffed. <laughs> I mean, there yeah, must be and so the, many and the landlords, businesses who were totally yeah, screwed this year. Absolutely. And, and the landlords don't take a hit. That's what's annoying. So the guy no. with the big wedding business and everything, what's, what's draining him, what's bleeding him is he's got warehouses full of stuff that's usually out, you know, yeah. and all these functions all over the country, yeah? Yeah. And it's sitting there in this warehouse taking up space and he has to pay for this warehouse and he's got no money. All his, all his fancy chairs hmm. and his boxes of champagne flutes. Hmm. Yeah, and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Flight, yeah. flight cases full of it. Um. Well, it's the whole music industry. There's been no concerts. There's been no raves. I mean, all that audio equipment used to... No, fun has taken a massive hit, basically. Yes. That's why it feels kind of puritanical a bit, everything. You know, and to read, you know, headlines like, you know, party broken up by police, it's like, what? Again, some surreal, yeah. surreal dream that I would have shaken away in the past. Yeah. Well, parties are over, man. It's not the time for parties. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. There's probably something at the back of that, that whole kind of Christian pure thing, you know, and being free of sin and free of disease and, and that value system, you know, and uh, all that sort of ancestral kind of memory, you know, genetic memory, you can call it, if you yeah. want to be scientific. I think it's a good rupture, though, for creative people. Because musicians or whatever, performers, people who put out content for public consumption, they're really going to have to... I think it's a good opportunity for them yeah. to reevaluate what they were talking about. Yeah, because... I think there'll be a lot of sort of... I don't want to say revolutionary, but like counter... 
cosmic stuff coming out you know yeah it's, it's going to yeah. be very interesting because yeah because they, they get the whole industry got incredibly complacent and was basically exactly. just sort of yeah. you know pumping out yeah and it didn't matter what they were saying it was just give them yeah. a beat and they'll dance yeah hype, hype them up yeah well same with the movie industry i think as well and that kind of ends you know it's like oh what do we make films about now what's the grand narratives you know because people aren't going to buy into the old shit, are they? People aren't going to want the same again. I no. don't think. No. You know, people want to change, don't they? Want something more real. It's like, okay. You know, when you've had a, what's, well, it's been like six months now, hasn't it? When you've had like a six month break from all that. For someone, for you to actually bother to go to the cinema now, you'd be like, "Come on, you've got to give me something." I don't, I don't need mindless entertainment. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I think, yeah, I think that's what I'm getting at. Mindless. Yeah, people don't need entertainment as such. They want something that they're going to get something out of. Yeah, it would be nice if you were right. You could months. could be right. I can sympathise with that view definitely. Right? You know, if it's a, as broad as you think it might be, it would I be, think it's pretty broad. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, I'm seeing it in the arts for sure. You know. Yeah. <coughs> you see a break in your own style as well. I think people are going to want to return to beauty. You know. To classicism, yeah. classic, not classicism. They don't want to see old paintings again, but they yeah. want to see what the new version of that is. Mm-hmm. Sort of elegance, and I mean, classic in a way. I mean, you know, people don't are not going to want to see childish scrawl and mess. Mm. Exhibitions of smashed up filing cabinets. No, no, we've had all that. You know, give us something to uh, aspire to <laughs> that's what you meant earlier about uh, postmodern has run its course i think it has yeah i think it's run out do you know what i think postmodernism was i think it was the age of aquarius well, that's <laughs> kind of what's coming in now you know it's a bit so that was you mean that's the transition to the age of Aquarius. No, I think it was the overlay. I think mm-hmm. the age of Aquarius was postmodernism. It got something in there because it's a kind of the I was being a humanitarian sign, and it's a kind of it's supposed to be the most humanitarian sign. And it, I don't know that much about astrology to sort of dig into it. From, I don't know anything it's got about this, it. It's, got it's this, just this, one of those little, phrases that's been around since yeah. the sixties. You know, I know the other thing the that air, like. Yeah, that I took away from it was this, it would be, yeah, a, a time of revelation. A lot of truth had come out, but there'd be a lot of shit in there as well. So it's yeah. just generally... Well, the revelation, massive, you know. the truth was that it is shit. <laughs> that was, you kind of answered it yourself. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know... It's like they've been sawing the lady in half for too long. Like, okay, we don't need to see her put back together. Just, 
just go and watch something else. Yeah. You think so, you know, people, yeah, there's this kind of like get on the level people. Mm -hmm. Tell it straight. Give us, give us the, the real the reality warts and all. Yeah. <laughs> Why not actually really cut a lady in half? Yeah. Well, that's a metaphor. <coughs> Might be. I mean, I mean, this is the whole thing. I mean, they tried to do that in a way, like just earlier with that, with those. And then they slip out the fact that oh, the banks have been laundering, you know, criminal money, big banks, all of them for years. Yeah. So they do try and kind of let you know how it works and what's going on, but they just don't link it together for you, do they? Nah. Nah. They don't want people to know that their fucking house was paid for by a Mexican drug cartel. Right. <laughs> Who, you know, come on. <laughs> Spiritual murderer. <laughs> oh, God. What a lark. Well, on that cheery note. All right, yeah, sure. On that cheery note, shall we throw Grey Craig out? Do you, yeah. know, do you know how to do that? Yeah, I think I do, yeah. I'm going to try it now. Right, that's the end of us rambling while Craig's here. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to ramble about. Well, then we'll oh, ramble about the really off. interesting, we'll do the really interesting stuff now. Yeah, but if you want to hear that, you've got to join our Patreon for our private streams. Yeah, or send us gold. Yeah, send us gold watches with Saddam Hussein's face on. Right, let me see if this works. If this works, adios world. If not, we'll just keep rambling. Want to say goodbye, Matty? Yeah, goodbye, Matty. That's the nice. way to go. <laughs> Well, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye, goodbye from...